Make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. Hello, and welcome to Let's Sit and Talk with Freeman. I do apologize for the echo. So today, you guys, we have a live studio audience. We're starting back up again. I'm super excited. We're at Brooklyn, Brooklyn Restaurant and Lounge, 1575 Russell Street. This will be every Sunday. Doors open at 3, show starts at 4. So make sure y'all come out, give you guys something different to do in Orangeburg. So today for our live panel discussion, we're talking about domestic violence. Hey, let's go ahead and get started. I'll allow the panelists to introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Miranda Johnson. Hello, my name is Green Mutes. Um, Again, my name is Kareem Muse, uh, member of Grayskull, uh, hip hop creator, hip hop creative. I'm Angelia Ryan Simpson, life coach and registered nurse. All right. Well, welcome, you guys. I thank you guys for coming on to talk about such a hard topic of domestic violence. And that can go in different angles. And I don't think a lot of people understand that domestic violence isn't just physical abuse. It can be multiple things of abuse. So I'll start um, just to spark the conversation. Um, a lot of people are aware of physical domestic violence, you know, men hitting on women and things of that sort. But what we don't hear a lot about, about females hitting on males. So I am a, do I say recovery? <laughs> I'm a recovering abuser. Okay. I'm just put it out there. I used wow. to fight. Yeah. Really? I used to fight um, ever since what, Angela, you would say middle school. Yeah. Middle school. Been a long time. You know, um, ever since middle school, I would fight my boyfriends. You know, I, I don't know why. I just, I, I cannot answer that question. I don't know what prompted me to do it. I didn't have a bad childhood. I don't remember seeing it, you know, anything, but that's just something. If you ignore me, it triggers and, and I go from there. So finally, one year, um, Domestic Violence Month, I think it's October, we released balloons. I don't know if you were there at Qualcomm before, but we did a... Um, I was there one time. We did some balloons in the parking lot. In the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. And um, I said I would never, ever put my hands on no one else's son ever again. And I stuck to it, and I refused <laughs> to do else. that. Really? Yeah. It, it hit me when my mom told me one day. She was like, okay, Freeman. If CJ hit you back, I'm not saying that. And I was like, dang, you know, like, okay, it's time for me to chill out. And I haven't did it ever since. So you guys out there, men get abused too. It's not cool. So I just wanted to go ahead and start that, you know, start our conversation. Off I like just want to bounce off what you said, mm -hmm. because like, that's, that's one of the things that I feel that gets lost sometimes mm -hmm. is that women, I'm, I'm a man should never hit a woman. Right. Like never run away but a woman should not shouldn't hit a man um is nobody should be hitting nobody pretty much that's mm -hmm. just how i feel but um especially shouldn't you shouldn't just you don't mess with rattlesnakes you don't mess with lions you respect it and we should respect each other um, speaking from my personal experience with domestic violence my i have it in my family um i've seen it um, when I was a little kid, I've seen it. I've seen my, my grandfather mistreat my grandmother. And um, 
always um I always think that it's deeper than it's deeper than uh control. It's it's more about it's something it's a mental health issue, I think. It's um it's something deeper inside that causes people to do these things. But yeah, just just thinking about what you said, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm surprised that you Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I can't I, I can't see know. you doing that. You're so yeah. professional. Yeah. I, I know you from work, so yeah. Yeah. That's just like the person that's abusive. Nobody knows that they're abusive but the one that was happening to mm-hmm. them. Everybody else thinks he's the coolest person or whatever. Not knowing when the door is closed, it's a different story. I just want to add to what Kareem said, um, speaking from the health care perspective, and I am a psychiatric nurse, by the way, so I'm a mental health nurse. Okay. So on that aspect of it, it's a learned behavior. It's just like any other behaviors that we learn. So a behavior that you pick up is a behavior that you can put down. So mm-hmm. a lot of times you think that growing up as a child, you may see things, you may hear things, and that don't mean that that is a healthy way to be. But as an adult, you put those childish things aside. So it's a behavior that um, we could put aside just as well as we picked it up. And lots of times, you know, the people that are the abuser, they don't realize at some point someone abused them. Well, when I said, well, the reason I'm saying that, not all instances, but in some areas, rather, it may not necessarily be physical. It could be emotional. It could be a mental type of thing, a mindset. So if you're missing some element in your life, because no one's perfect, but we all are missing some elements and we could use a little work. But sometimes it's something that you're missing that you tend to lash out because you don't have that. Sometimes people throw tantrums because they want their way. So if you're a person that used to having things your way or you're used to getting what you want, it could be a way of throwing a tantrum where you become abusive, whether it's verbally, whether it's emotionally, whether it's financially, you know, you have more than, you know, physical aspects of it. So a lot of times if we unlearn the behavior, we can look back at ourselves and we can heal. Right. So a lot of times the abusers have not healed from their wounds. So they're not realizing like they're not doing nothing but making it worse. It's like they're digging themselves in a hole deeper and deeper. And then it gets to a point where they feel like um, they feel as if they have done something wrong. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And then after a while, you know, they start having regrets. They feel guilty. Not at a point of shame. So that's how a lot of times, you know, the abuser don't want to want to know about it until they say it. Because the person that's getting abused nine times out of ten, they're not going to say anything. They're they're not. And the person that's getting that's doing the abuse, the abuser, they may speak on it before that other person does. But that's a learning point. And I say I commend you because you grew from that and you unlearned that behavior. You said that's not something that you want to do. Absolutely. And um, just to read some of the comments, I hope everybody can hear us pretty good. That's viewing. Um, Antonio or Antoine, I might be saying it wrong. He said, you are a bully. He's talking about me. You are a bully and you know a man not supposed to hit a woman. And I'm be honest. I wouldn't say I'm a bully. But I did play on the fact that a man should not hit a woman. So that's why I felt, oh, he's not going to hit me back. You know, because I don't feel men should. Not saying it was right, of course, but I did that play was a on manipulation that. type yeah, of thing. I did play on that. And that was a manipulation from a chance because you didn't get your way. I didn't get my way. Absolutely. That that's terrible. I know. It is. It that sucks. Because we go through that so much. And I'm not, you know, it's not a no, man against women it. thing, but it's like it. uh it, it, it that really sucks mm-hmm. because um I just wanna see how 
how people get it together. I want us to get it together. Right. Um, Alan the, said just project your voice. Just the bottom line, the bottom line is I just don't want us to, to, to be enemies, to find more common ground. And, um, it's just, it's just, it's amazing what's going on in the world today. It really is. It's amazing of things you don't know that's transpiring. You know that that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're I, not quiet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to loosen up here. <laughs> I know a guy. Um, I used to go to church with. Let me think about it. Um, you should go to church. With but yeah, you. I used That's to good. someone I used to go to church <laughs> with, and um, he. It came out, you know, that, you know, we would see things at church sometimes. And, um, you know, it came out that he'd been uh, beating his wife. And he was a big, you know, he was a well-known professor, you know, a well-known person. And um, it just goes to show you that that it can happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. But I want to ask you, because you mentioned um, nine times out of ten, they're not going to say anything. And I want to know why. Wow. What I have learned in, in just being in a situation where I had to report these allegations of abuse. So in my profession, if they tell me, I got to do something about it. So a lot of times, the only way that I heard, for example, I heard about it through um, the mother's child. Because he was going through some things in life. He had turmoil. He started acting out. So he brought it to the forefront. The mom didn't. So, of course, when we ask her about it, you know, she broke down about it. Um, so a lot of times people are ashamed. The abuser's shame. The person that's getting abused are ashamed because you feel in, in, in that moment in time, you have you are powerless. You, you have no power. So it's like, I can't tell anybody this. Like, it's too. It, it, well, it, how could I be a friend? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, if my homegirl, like, how can I make her feel comfortable? Like, like, how do you help someone in that situation? If you kind of wonder if they haven't abuse mm-hmm. happened to them, well, you, as a friend, if you're not certain, you can't put it in stone. You didn't see it. You didn't witness it. You saw it. it. You okay, saw so it. you saw it. Okay, at that moment in time, comfort your friend. Then, when they're ready to talk about it, you have to wait till they're ready to talk about it. When they're ready to talk about it, then you say, you know, you build them up. You let them know that you, you know, you you are a good person. You have a beautiful heart. You have a beautiful spirit. You have a bright future for yourself. You are somebody. You do matter. Because that's the most important thing. A lot of times people feel like they may not feel like they're beautiful or handsome or they may feel like they got low self-esteem for whatever reason. They, they don't have nothing going for themselves. They feel like they're the endless role. So you as a friend, you build them up. So you know what? You're important. You are somebody. You matter to me, and you matter to other people as well. Whether they got children, whether they're part of any type of communities, you know, um, whether they're part of churches or whether they're work environment where people are looking up to them and rely on them, you let them know that. And on the flip end of it, if you have to have that conversation with a friend that's abuser, you need to do the same thing too. But you're going to tell them, you know, you are somebody. You know, that's not the best answer to your problem. That's the only thing different, but you still build them up because when it really gets to look at it on surface, both of them are broken. The abuser is broken. The person getting abused is broken. So as a friend, you not only do you comfort the person that's getting abused, you still need to 
encourage the abuser as well and let them know like you know it's help out there what can i do you know there's programs there's groups you know you say well, what can i do as your friend to help you because i know this is not who you want to be but i have a question well not a question a comment now they always say there's help out there mm -hmm. okay there's really not as much help out there as people think it's out there and i say this because i know this for a fact okay. when this incident happened with my sister it only happened with for help the first thing the cop told her is you'll go to jail too okay so to answer that question okay so when i say there's help there's support groups um, but if it only happens one time well regardless of one time that's just like an alcoholic once they're alcoholic they're alcoholic they're gonna go to AA meetings forever even if they don't ever pick up or never drink ever but still it's the fact that you know there's therapy there's counselors um, there's victim advocates, even though law enforcement is there to protect the community and they're there to intervene, but there's also some flip ends of it. There's always advocates, no matter what crime you're a victim of, whether you're part of the crime or they're saying you're a victim. In her instance, they wanted to say, make it fair and say, well, you're going to go to jail too. I can't say I have if to that's interrupt. correct. I have to interrupt because I had a situation where I called law enforcement. You know, I wanted them to come out. We cannot come out. I think it was maybe six o'clock, seven, I don't know, PM. Um, for what did they say? Marriage disputes or something along those lines. I said, So if I'm telling you I'm about to kill this dude, you mean to tell me y'all not gonna send nobody out here? And they was like, Well, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, they 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 could they would not come. I had to call a friend that was a sheriff. To come escort me in to leave my house because I didn't know what I was capable of. So it's best I go ahead and leave, but I need somebody there with me. They wouldn't send nobody. Well, I say this I can also say in the law enforcement aspect of it, it's times that they put themselves in that situation and they've gotten hurt. Well, they Not, don't do the job. Well, let me let me say it this way and see, I, I'm, I'm being it's honest about the both perspectives. They're trying to protect themselves. But they're also there to protect the community. And you're correct. Maybe if you can't handle that job role, you shouldn't be in it. But they're there to intervene, you know, when, when need be. That's why I said it is 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 groups out there, it's programs. Here's one thing I had to learn. In situations that I've encountered, here it is, me giving advice to to my patients. There's things such as CASA. Um, there's the victim advocate. It's always a victim advocate. If you don't have one, CASA will assign you one. CASA, whether it's male or female, if you're a victim of any type of domestic advice, CASA will help you um, with placement. They will help you with counseling. If you're married, they will help you with divorce. They will they will definitely try to help you, you know, get in a better situation. But that's not always advertised. I'm going to say that. The okay. only reason I know this is it's because of, exactly. So I'm having to reach out to these various agencies, you know, about placement for families, um, child protective services when the child is involved, um, law enforcement, you know, it, but if I didn't know that as an average person, you're right, it don't look like it's help there. Right. So that's why I said, as a friend, remember you were saying, what would you do? You said there's, there's things out there, this program, if you want to help your friend, research it for them. Because nine times out of 10, if we didn't know, they, they don't know. know. But yeah. you, but you're doing it as a friend. Say, hey, I saw that this particular organization. Well, you know, I do can know. You. I do know the hotline.org is a 
a site you can go to. Absolutely. Is that for a domestic dialogue? It'll get, get you the information. In, exactly. Oh, okay. They'll tell you what's available in your community. Hotline.org. Miranda, let when us hear from you. When that happened to me, I don't believe that I was the first person that happened to me, that okay. did it to me. But I knew enough to take myself out of the situation. Right. Because when the cop came in, I had bruises all over me. He's going to take me to jail. Mm. I can't even walk. I can't get out the bed. So he's basically saying that y'all were fighting each other pretty much. He looked fine when the cop came in to the door. He told the cop I'm in the room with a headache. Now I'm scared to leave. Right. Because I know he got to go. Right. I'm locked in the bathroom now. And mm. I'm going to do whatever. And I'm like, why would you do this to me? And he's on his knees in front of me. And I got up, I said, you know what, let me go home. He said, you know what you're going to do? You're going to go to bed. I took my ass to bed. You, you did what was safe? Because you 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 thought about it mm-hmm. for safety. Because if I try to get my things and walk out of this house, this man yeah, could shoot me to, or whatever I else. I go past him to be able to go out. You know, so I laid there. And I tried to get up to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So... I know so I can't get up. He said, Oh, I just made it. We'll be fine in a few minutes. So now I try to get up again. I said, I can't move. So I'm I'm looking around, I'm looking for my phone. So I can't call. So I'm texting. I text my sister. She didn't answer. I text my girlfriend. I said, please send the police to whatever address. Right. And I need an So she did it. <laughs> I made her crazy with it. <laughs> you know, because I Threw her off guard, but it was just, it was unexpected. I didn't see that happening because before that, we were just out. We were hopping from different places. We had been to Applebee's, we were at Sir Williams, and the whole night having a good time. And they got upset about the key. And I thought they was playing, you know, I was like, get out of here. You know, I know you're not serious about that. Then when we got inside and I went to say something, next thing I know, he had me in the headlock, dragging me through the house. Now, I don't have no clothes on. So I'm trying to get the knife out the drawer. And I'm saying, I can't breathe, you know. So I pass out. When I wake up, he's dragging me on the floor, out the door, mm-hmm. with no clothes on. So I'm, and I'm still saying, why are you doing this? You know, because I'm lethargic. And I'm like, wow. Then I get outside, and I jump up. The body slams me down on the concrete. Mm. And lays on top of me. I had two broken ribs. Mm. Oh my God. That's some sucker shit. Well, I had a similar scenario, and, and because, you know, we're open books, I'm going to be on, in a scenario that I had. We were sitting on the chair at the house and we were just talking, and I was like, this is going left. I could tell it was not going right. And uh, I said, well, I'm just going to get up and leave, you know, for the night, you know. And as soon as I said it, I stood up and pushed me back down, started punching me in my face, in my head, my jaw, like my jaw, like I, my, my mouth started bleeding. I'm fairly dark-skinned, so I had bruises on my body where he kicked me, stumped me. He did all these things. And then after he did these things, I was like, okay. Took my phone. I can't get my phone. So I'm just sitting there. And all I could do was just pray. I was like, Lord, please just let me make it to in the morning. You know, and he's after he did this, he's crying, he's remorseful. And I'm just like, well, how can you 
do what you did and you had no self-control then, but now you can, like, you know, control yourself. So I had, so I couldn't contact you. So the next morning I got up and I went to work. My jaw swollen. I had to lie at work and say that my tooth was swollen, knowing that I got a gash in my mouth. So once I got to work and, um, the minute I got there, because he, he was to the point where, well, I'm just going to drop you off. If he's concerned, she's going to leave. And so when I got there, I worked maybe an hour and a half, maybe two. Because I just like, I just can't do this. This is unbelievable. So I called my mom. I said, please, I want to work through the basket. She said, why? I said, because um, such and such has my car. And, you know, I'm, I'm done. You know, I'm finished. So you, come, you know, come get me. I don't feel like waiting. Because I didn't want to diverge that at work. I wanted to talk to her in person. So when I got in the car, I told her. She said, well, where is he with your car? I said, I don't know. At this point, I really don't care. I just need to get away from him at this point. So I, like, at, in that moment in time, you make the best decision that's going to keep you alive at that point. Because once they've been physical with you, and you got broken bones or you're bruised and you seeing blood, you don't know exactly. what they're capable of. So you do whatever you got to do to where you can get help. And so I can I get it. I get that whole that whole situation. And nine times out of ten, that's not their first time. Exactly. They were too comfortable with it. They yes. planned it out. They knew. And, you know, they kind of, they didn't pay attention to you as a woman because they pay attention to us. And they mapped out what we were going to do and how we are going to do things. And they do it at the awkwardest times. And you're vulnerable when they do these things. And, and uh, imagine how many other women they've done this to. And no, we're not bashing men. You know, that's not, but you know, I'm just sharing my story because she shared her story. But it could be vice versa. It could be the woman that's aggressive who's been to doing these kind of things. Yeah, see, I'm listening and I'm like, I'm horrified and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm like trying to figure out where is the misdirected anger coming from between us, the species. Like, I, why, why do I, why would, what would a brother want to put you in a headlock and, and body slam you? Like, why? Because like, maybe I'm, someone did it to them. Yeah. Regardless of what we know, they may not have diverged their 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 childhood, their adulthood, or the, the history of themselves and things that have happened. I really strongly believe in the research that I've studied and the abusers and the abusees that I've talked to, it happened to them. Someone did something to them where they feel like they have no control over anything else. So therefore, you know, I'm gonna force my authority over this person. Okay, well I've I've you know I've been married and I've divorced and I've definitely felt that I felt um just powerless and I've never hit a woman but I know that I've done things as far as um just my posturing being aggressive like sometimes men don't realize um yeah just how we talk sometimes yeah. can um uh, yeah be frightening yeah um so I, I'm guilty of that but that was in my my younger days and I I kind of grew grew out of that I became aware of it but um i just don't i don't i still have trouble with the beating i don't like dudes that beat, beat women man that's so weak 
So like, that's like kicking a dog. Like well, just that's, that's, that's a, a weaker, like right? anything weak or baby. Right. Like, like you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I, I like you said, I do realize that people hurt people, hurt people. And Correct. I, I know that they're going through some things, but um, I just I, I'm wondering um, what do y'all feel about how you choose the men you choose? Like, did like, y'all see red flags? I can see yeah. that. What happened to me? I thought he would have been afraid to put his hands on me. It's not like I don't have siblings or whatever Correct. like that. You know, you know so that was the last thing I thought that he would have wanted to do. So, like, and I, and I guess to, to each individual, I can say for myself, the type of person that I am, um, you know, and maybe I'm too trusting, I got to be honest. I'm too trusting, I'm too naive about you know, with people. Because, you know, it, it because this is the Bible about, let's be realistic. They teach you to love despite. They teach you to forgive and all of these things. So if that's a perspective, that's all you know, that's what you were taught, that's what you're looking at, like, okay, well, I know I'm not perfect. You know, so I can try to forgive this person or I know they're not perfect, they're still working on self, I'm working on you. And and that's a perspective that I look at it as. That's why I said you could be naive. I could, I was very naive about the scenario because you know just having conversations with him prior to that he didn't do anything. Like this just took me for a complete loop. It just it was not expected, you know. So sometimes you don't know see red flags. Now now that I know better. As a young woman, you pay attention to all of the red flags. Mm-hmm. And a man should do the same. Exactly. If you see a red flag, that means stop, not go. That is a stop right. sign. So if they would like what are some of the like overly possessive? Um, like some examples? Yeah. Um, so let's say if they want to know what you're doing all the time. What you doing? They always calling you what you doing. You gotta know your whereabouts. You gotta know your whereabouts, or well, let's they got a tracking device on your phone. Or they're oh, you're crazy. To, okay. They're wanting to okay. they're wanting to I take your vehicle and park theirs and pretty much take you where you need to need to go. Um, or you know, they get real upset when you can't even be yourself. Like, you know how you had this kinds of conversation, feel mm-hmm. talk about who you were before, what you did in life. That's nothing to get upset about because that is your past. But if you can't handle this conversation, that is a red flag because everyone should be able to be themselves you should love me or take me good and bad you just know that's i'm not the person i used to be i'm a better person now but i'm okay with sharing with you who i was just as well as if you can share your past and i don't judge you don't judge me and it sounds simple but being overly judgmental when you can't share certain things with a like you know, I, I I just can't tell him or her that because you know what they're exa- gonna say. So that's a red flag in itself. Mm. Those are some red flags it, it within itself. But like with me, I was shook for a whole year, mm. and I will tell you why. We wasn't in a relationship then. We broke up. We decided that the relationship had started too quickly. Right. We didn't really know each other. Right. So we're gonna go our own way. But me and the kids got into it in the house. 
you know, and he had just called me. He's like, what's wrong? I was like, you're damn good. You right, right. But just that, like, that male support. Right. Yeah. I'm doing a job. Well, come over here where I'm at. And that's how it started. Then I blamed myself because I put myself in that situation. He was already gone. I should have let him stay where he was. Right. But I never saw that coming. You, you wouldn't have saw you that know. coming. I mean, at that moment in time, that was just male support. And I'll tell you, as a woman, ain't no woman can say, oh, I don't need a man. That is a lie. That's wow. not true. That is not true. And any man that say, oh, I don't have to have a woman, that is not true. Because it was designed for male and female to cohabit. It was designed for procreation. It was designed for companionship. You know, and that that's my personal opinion. You know, that ain't I knocking agree. nobody else's stuff. But, you know, yeah. they're designed to be a support system to one another. So you all you knew, okay, well, he caught you where you had a lot going on with the kids. He's like, well, come. So he was like, he was just saving grace. So that's why you never expected. A lot of times men and women could come into somebody's life as a saving grace. You may have the world turned upside down and you meet this person and you feel like, okay, I can talk to them. You know, like they're just there to help me deal with a lot of the stuff I'm going through. And they're vulnerable. They catch you at a vulnerable time. And a lot of times, more than likely, they have manipulative tendencies. They have a manipulative personality. You know, and, and they're going to be just who they want you to see until they get you in that intimate setting. That sucks that we have to, like, <laughs> it sounds like you already, like, on yeah. guard, like, already, like. It's not being on guard. It's about being particular about the company we keep. You done heard that before. We heard that as children growing up with our parents. Mm -hmm. Be careful of the company you keep. That ain't just your friends. That's like like for women. Ain't just your girlfriends and the guys. Ain't just your homeboys. That should be everybody. Be comfortable with the company that you keep because you you just got to be careful. I mean, and, and that's the truth. And like you said, you know, with our culture and everything, you know, we should be operating in unity. And we should. These are things that we should talk about. We should talk about these past hurt. We should talk about a damaged person. Right. Because anybody can be damaged. Damaged people hurt people. And that's the truth. Whether it's physical, emotional, mental, financial. We I'm gonna say it this way. At some point in time, everyone has been on a damaged path or a path of rampage. Everyone at some point, you done went through something. Where you know you ain't good, no good to nobody right now, not even yourself, because of your mindset. So you're damaged. But until you decide to heal and repair, you don't need to intervene or mingle with nobody. Yeah. We even have to be, if it was for kids, we have to be careful about our communication and relationships with our children because we don't know what bad things we could be pouring into them mm-hmm. while we're going through what we're going through. True. Amen. Well, can't really say nothing, but it's the truth. It's the truth. The only thing I saw with my situation, I didn't go home. I went to my girlfriend's house the whole month. It wasn't my kids. You were scared. The way I was. Yeah. I didn't want my babies to Right. Because you knew. You, you, you felt at that moment in time. I know I felt shame. Even to talk about it. I would cry. So it's been years now that I can talk about it. But when it was like within the first like couple of years, the first three, I couldn't talk about it. I told no one. I spoke with my parents about it. Well, my mother. I didn't speak with my dad. I spoke with my mom about it. And of course, you know, as a girl, you talk to your mother. Some things they keep from that father. 
then she knew that was something she kept from him because it's like she shouldn't do it, but she did. She thinking, you know, she was doing the best thing because she know how upset and right. he could have gotten. But, you know, that's why I go back to say it's a learned behavior because this has been going on way before us, way before we were in existence. We can't say what our grandparents and our great-great-grandparents and before that and before that, and we don't know what they endured because their thing was, this is what I was told, I've heard. A man can go lay out in the ditch, but a woman can't yes. do that. A man can go hop house to house. A woman can't do that. You know, and even with, with one of my grandmothers, like, I've heard my uncles and aunts talk about how they've had situations where, like, he would get home, come home, and want to fright my grandma for no reason. None. You know, so that's why I say it's alert behavior. Yes. So if you saw that as a young man. My great-grandmother, yeah. You see, now my you see. My great-grandmother didn't play, though. Like She didn't play, but yo, yeah, people yeah, before yeah, you, yeah. they saw that, and they say, if they don't listen, use a color purple movie. What did what did Seeley tell um Harpo? <laughs> um, he was like, Oh, you know, um Sophia won't listen, she won't this, she won't that. Or oh, Seeley say beat her. You know why? Because oh, Mr. was beating her. You 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 see what I'm saying? So you, you we have to be careful. We got to just miss those generational curses that were bestowed upon us before us. And then also the people we decide to have a relationship with got to do the same. These are serious conversations to have. Like, you know, I'm not trying to pry in your business, but, you know, how do you feel about the Mexican people? Oh, I asked. You ask that question, you're going to say, well, do you do it? I just want to hear. Because depending on how they answer that question, that's going to tell yeah. you the perspective that they have. And then you'll know, okay, that's a red flag. You're talking records that is a red flag. If you don't see if it's submissible, that's a red flag. If you said you watch your people, I'm definitely gonna pay attention to you because I I don't know if you picked that up or not. But you know, that's just life and it's about growth and development, and we have to revisit those things to move forward in the future and to unify as race. And like you said, don't be scared to have that conversation in the beginning. Correct. It's a deal breaker. But I'm old. I'm, I'm old guy now. But when I was younger, I I had an incident with a friend of mine. Um, he uh, choked this girl in front of me. Mm. Choked her. It was like, you know, real. Give me, give me a beer type thing. And, you know, that's not cool. You know, you I thought, said it to him. Yeah, I was okay. like, that's not cool. And then you know, we had some words. You know, it was okay. like mind my business type thing. Okay. Um. And I, it doesn't matter, but it just for the story. She, she was um, Caucasian just for the story, and um, I don't understand. Like, I just wonder. I just wonder. Like, I hear these stories, and I, I have so many. Like, all almost all of y'all have some story to tell, mm -hmm. but I don't have all my. I know a lot of dudes, and all of them don't have stories to tell. I know I have a few friends that have admitted to you know doing some things that they're ashamed of but then for the most part no and i'm just curious like i wonder how that that mentally works what you think man like yeah i have a question i wanted to know how do you all feel about the one with aggression because it seems like how like she said on um, i have a i have a niece and she has a friend and I kind of had to check her the other day when she was talking to 
because I was just sitting back, you know, I was listening to things she now. She's about five, five, she weighs like 125. Her boyfriend, he's like six feet. But I'm looking at her like, why would why are you talking to him that way? And she has this attitude, you know, like most a lot of the young women today is like, you know, it's the equality, so I'm equal to you, so I can do I am the man. You can't do anything. See? It's like I had to tell her, I'm like, okay. I asked her if another guy spoke to him that way, what would what happen? She said yeah. they would probably be in a fight. Yeah. I said, okay, if another female spoke to you the way you just spoke to him, what would happen? She I, said they would probably be in a fight. I said, so if you know he's twice your side, why would you speak to him that way, knowing, knowing that well, you just take, yeah. took the cops away and took everything away, if he dealt with you, the way he would deal with another person. If you knew you would get hurt in that, why would you? Do we don't that? look at we don't look at stuff like that. Yeah. And I, that's, that's height, like CJ's what six four. I don't. I didn't look at that. I felt like from the beginning you allowed it. Okay, exactly. and I'm just speaking real. Exactly. You allow me to do it from the gate. You okay. know, my mouth was real loose. Now the reason I asked that question because the bounce off of what he said. I actually have a friend that. Tried to break up a domestic situation. Um, it was a young lady. She was getting into it with a guy, and my friend he took martial arts because growing mm-hmm. up, so he handled himself. So he got in. And he you know, beat up the guy for her and all of that. She's mad at she him. She stabbed him. See, mm. that's what she I'm saying. You gotta him. be careful with those friend. situations. Yes, yeah, she stabbed. He was helping her. Right, her boyfriend off of, I mean, he was. You know, he was doing the job on her. And he came and saved the day and. She stabbed him yeah, to get him off of her board. You got to be careful in, See, in that's this a situation. Question I was going to ask you, do you think your niece did it because you were there? No, it wasn't my niece, her friend. It was her No, friend. no, no, the first, the first one. Yeah, the first one was her friend. Yeah, that's why I was saying, um, no, because she didn't know that I was, you know, missing it. Because a lot of times they do it, they see their family around. Right. Yeah, that's what I meant by the one way aggression. That's what I meant by the one way aggression because I see a lot of women, you know, I've seen women just get mad. Yeah, man, I'm like, whoa, that's a little extreme. And then they probably never been in a situation like that. You know, they never was abused. No one ever hit them back. So it's like, just do it well. Yeah. And don't expect nothing to happen to me. And that's what I was wondering. Think that that's a part of the problem because nowadays it's so much. It's gotten to the point where the world is getting so we we have to we have to accommodate everyone's feelings. Now you are telling young girls they can do whatever the boy want, whatever it started off. I'm I'm I can do whatever whatever you can do. I can do it better now. I am you. I don't need you. I can do whatever. And then as soon as you know. You want the same guy that protect you. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, do you think that um because of the way things are kind of moving with the everything being equality, do you think that kind of that kind of interrupts the respect? Yes. You what I'm saying? I, 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 do. I, I agree. I believe it does. I think so. I like old school. Pull out my chair. Yes. Open up yes, my right. yeah. 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 chair. Yeah. 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 Like, they want to be modern. With, they want yeah. traditions mm-hmm. like yeah. they do, they'll say, um, it's not the 1930s. I don't not open. Well, but then they'll turn around but want the man to be. Right. And that's the problem. 
Well, he, well, see, and, that's double and, and, no, I'm speaking. I'm yeah, speaking. Yeah, I mean, that, that's generalization. We know not all of them. Yeah. 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 But we are one nation. That's the, like yeah. that's how. Like I when they really when they look at laws, they don't look at that's one person. They right. look at they just, it's a generalization. That's why I'm asking about the one way of That's the issue. Yeah, I think it's the respect. I think that boils down to. Everybody needs to respect each other, um, right? Value each other a little right. more. Yeah. Um, and what you said, just to bring that back up, when when she mentioned that, um, you know, I do just as much as you. I'm just as equal as you, and this and that, mm-hmm. and blah blah. Not saying we should respect, regardless of what anyone is bringing to the table. Right. But some women, just speaking realistically, are going to feel if I'm holding you down, I'm holding everything down. Then it's just like they got the big head. Yeah, they got the big head. I don't got to respect you. You do as I say, you know, and stuff like that. So then I feel this just me speaking. Either get yourself out of the relationship or the man need to like man up. Man yeah, why, up. why be there? Why be why there or man up? Can't respect. That's how I'm yeah. Well, like, yeah. Why would you even need to know they're wrong. Exactly. They need to. Yeah. It, the, the thing is, oh, that's man. why I said it's a learned behavior. Just as well as we can learn to go out and, and be violent and be aggressive. With the other one, well, do you actually know your rightful place as the woman in relationship? Do you know the rightful place as the man in the relationship? Yeah. Well, well yeah. That's, that's one of the issues because we've switched roles. So a lot of today women are actually doing what we see in our grandparents, the male and the female, their roles. Grandmother never worked. Granddaddy always went out there and worked, but grandma mm-hmm. did up and want to make sure granddaddy's food was on the table, his lunch was packed, and gentlemen on that table when he got back home. However, in today's world, we're not at home parents. Correct. We're out there working just like it's a man working on everything. But you still expect me to have your food ready and everything. And if I don't work just as long as you had, take care of the kids, help homework, do homework, and everything else. That's the part that we're missing. I, tell her. I think she wanted to say something really quickly. <clears throat> a lot of the problems are coming out because of how we're teaching our children mm-hmm. and uh, children learn they're little sponges yep. and how we're teaching our girls and how we're teaching our gentlemen and somewhere along the line nothing is being taught to you um, you would have to really have to sit down and say do I want my child looking at you in any way it's not cute. Some of these parents think that's cute. Behaviors, what they're emulating, what they see, not cute. And it's spilling over. That's the truth. That, that domestic violence category. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And a lot of that was done behind closed doors. People are not closing doors. And that's right. They're seeing actually what's happening. Yeah. That's right. And also the twofold thing children are not saying. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I agree. Now you have, you know, it's just exactly. this whole thing. So it's just have to just take stuff. Yeah. You I think it saying? starts with the family. Your your immediate family. Um, it depends. Okay. 
Well, you, when I say your nuclear family, like, you know, maybe my kids, my wife, you know, my circle, uh, because I totally agree with what you're saying, uh, with the social media, everything is, it's, the kids are exposed to everything now. I have a, um, a 15 year old and he's, yeah, you know, they seen, he's seen more stuff than I've, I probably seen as an adult. Um, so, you know, uh, th- that's part of it. Just getting everybody back on the same page is a culture. I think culture has a lot to do with it. Um, because I personally don't think that anyone can have everything. I don't think anyone can have it all. I think we have roles to play in together. We can have it all. But individually, I think it's it's hard to have it all. It took a village to raise a child. It does. Right. You can't yeah. do that no more, though. No. Because I'm going to get my head beat if I tell you your kid did something wrong. And me and my son had that discussion today. If somebody told my mom they see me doing something, I got my behind. It It didn't have to be true, but I'm not going to question an adult. That's right. Right. You know, you just didn't do that. And you just took it and said, Dad, I got to beat you for nothing. nothing. (laughs) I want to go back to something that she said. She was saying something about on the grandmother, she mm-hmm. did this, she did that, or whatever. But back in the day, and this was a situation that happened in my family. I had a family member who her mother knew her husband was mm-hmm. and made her stay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Made her stay with mm-hmm. her. Would not let her get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Wow. Is it that's because they believed in divorce? Yeah. I mean, believe in marriage? They or? believed in marriage. That's right. And once you're married, you're married. That's it. You stay married. And that's what they believe. And that's why I said with the scenario with Color Purple, mm-hmm. of yeah. what his mother-in-law said, he told her. Yeah, he saw how yeah. that turned out. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you got to keep in mind, like, I don't understand. And that's why I said we have to go back and remove some of the stuff. Because the generational to. thing that we got to cut off right now. Adding that, it got to be done and over it because that's not healthy. It is not okay. It ain't, you don't treat us all like that. that. That's just the way it is. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Deal with it. And then, and, and, and that's why I say the generational stuff. That, you know, things that our parents was taught, our parents before them, before them. And it's like, we have to be mindful. If everyone now takes ownership of themselves, I don't have to live the way they live back then. I don't have to do things. Whatever works for me and my household, and I'll go back to your question, for me and my husband, it don't matter who work, who pay the bills. If we get on one accord, it works for us. We on one accord. We get on one accord, and I take ownership of myself, and I know that's not right for me to talk down on them, be aggressive. That's not right. People need to keep their hands to themselves. That is an agreement between that household. If everyone takes ownership of self. But then you worrying about everybody else. You get what I'm saying? A lot of people, maybe I am the breadwinner in my household. Maybe me and CJ, he chose, he, he, you know, it was best for him to stay home right. with our sick child, you know, or something like that. But then you, you find yourself worrying about what everybody what else say. and how people viewing your household. We just have to stop that. They not paying the bills. That's right. Exactly. Everybody got unrealistic expectations. Yep. I tell anyone, Whatever works for your household to keep confusion down. Yes. Keep your business, as they say, keep your business in your house. Mm-hmm. However, when somebody's putting their hands on somebody, male or female, that's a different situation. And that's just being honest. But if everyone 
mind self, take care of self, focus on self, then you won't have to worry about no one reaching out and touching anyone because mm -hmm. you're too busy looking at looking at you and you don't have time to go and harm. If you got time to harm someone, you got time to be aggressive with someone, you ain't spending enough time with self. That's true. You got too well, much free time. That's true. But anger is a thinking, but thinking error. Yeah, it's a mindset. Anger is used to control. That's right. So, um, yeah. Manipulation and control the situation because it wasn't in your favor. So I'm going to do this. And it's like I said, it's more than physical. It's financial, verbal, verbal. emotional. You even got sexual abuse. As they say, they say pretty much, you know, whatever your husband wants, you have to comply. Or vice versa, whatever the wife wants, you want to comply. Technically, to be realistic, that's an agreement that you have together. It's consensual. That's why it's called consensual. So if someone is not, whatever they got going on, it should be an understanding and a level of respect. You should feel obligated. And see, a lot of times we, we have that old thinking, that old mindset. So it's like we don't, we subconsciously applying that old mindset. We subconsciously doing it. And then when something blows up in our face, we look back and you say, you know what? Maybe I thought that. But that's why I say it goes back to this generational stuff. We have to realize like what they did to survive worked for them. And what we do now to survive and evolve and to unify, we don't have to work. Yeah. They're scared to let some, some, Households, some women, some men are scared to let go of the tradition. Well, I think it's, it's like I still think it's a it's a mental thing. It's a, it's you have a an mindset. issue because. No, that's what I was saying about the vote. How yeah. I grew up watching my grandparents, but now in my marriage, we work. I still provide food. I cook you lunch, but I work in clean. You're gonna have to make that adjustment to make it equal. You can't no one person for everything. Right. Then you feel like going well, they don't understand it. You want to say something? Real quick. Now, I agree with what she said yeah. 100%. I just think that generationally it is a it is an issue, but I think at times that that comes out of convenience because, like, like you said, that's some women. Like you said, grandma stayed home and granddaddy went out. That's in some families. Like in my family, like in my family, um. My mother had two kids. We have no outside brothers, no outside sisters. I got one mom, one dad, and it's us. My mom went to work. My dad went to work. We lived a great life. My mom never disrespected my dad. My dad never did. So it still comes back to the respect mm -hmm. thing. Just That's what I was going to say. Just because you're working and just because modern day gave you a job, you might make more than me. That's, that still doesn't give the right to, right. to short me of my respect. That's right. As a man. Because if something goes bump in the night, regardless of what you're doing, my life is on the line to make sure you're but okay. That's where yeah. adjustment has to come in because a lot of people in our age range still believe in the old fashioned thing. The woman role is this, the mm -hmm. man role is that. Mm -hmm. But as like time goes by, things have to be adjusted because it's not like that. Now mm -hmm. it takes a two parent home, it does. family to work. I Both agree. Parents, you I know, agree. in order to live comfortable in some cases. I agree, and I, but like I said, I also I think that sometimes that gets manipulated because mm -hmm. I think sometimes people 
move back to tradition when it's convenient. Yep. When it's convenient right. for yeah. yeah. Like, like, yeah. like I was saying a minute ago, when, when I said, if, if a man is like, I want my woman to do this, I want a woman that's, that, you know, it's like, well, I'm, this is not the 1930s. Right. But then it was like, okay, so you're modern. So now we're doing the modern thing. So when we be modern, now you want me to be the gentleman that's right. that was in the 1930s. So it's like sometimes it becomes a convenient thing. It's like if I feel like when we do grab latch onto tradition and we do take the modern ways, like you said, it's a that's a consensual thing that should be between two people to decide, okay, what are we moving modern on and what are we moving traditional on? Because like I said, it's a lot of times it's like some people pull the traditional trick when it's convenient, convenient for them. You know what I'm saying? And I get that all the time. I agree. When they, yeah, I, I pack my, my husband lunch. I pick, get up five in the morning, pick breakfast for him and our son before I go to work or whatever else. You do all that? Yeah, yeah I do all yeah, that. Yeah, usually the people that are frowning up, usually the people frowning up are alone, right? Yeah. <laughs> they don't have a family. They don't have a family. Exactly. That's what works for us. That's right. But I made that adjustment because, yeah, you do believe. And I believe the same thing. A man have a, a, a role and a female have a role. I'm not about to get out there and change no breaks or nothing like that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, I could, but at yeah. the end of the day, that's his place. That's my husband. That's, that's right. Place. That's not my place to do that. My place is to make sure you stay well so you can go out there and work. So I stay well so I can go do the same. So we can live comfortable. But we have to have that understanding and we have to adjust as time goes by because you can't go back in a and use that 30s as an example exactly. because times have changed. And see, I, I, I'm I feeling what both of y'all are saying. I just want to bounce off that because I think communication is a part of what y'all are saying. Um, before, I'm saying this to young Kareem, before you have a baby, you you discuss what your roles are going to be. Mm, that's right. Before you, you, you move in together, um, you discuss what your roles and expectations, what they're going to be. Um, and that will eliminate a lot of things. I think it goes back to what you were saying about the um, the red flags or just yeah. just asking those right questions at the beginning. That's right. um, you put yourself in a long-term abusive situation and not even know it. Now you done marry this abusive situation yeah. and it's going on for year in and year out. It could be vice versa. The woman could be the aggressor. The man could be the aggressor. And it's like, oh, my God, what do I do now? It's like now you're in a, another situation because you didn't address the first situation. So uh, uh, to me, in my, and this is just my opinion, um, just to go back to our topic, to me, abuse, it starts from the small things. The small foxes will cause a lot of confusion. And it goes back to the individual as a person. You know, you want to issue it out, but you can't take it. And then that's the manipulation. There comes the, the, the point in the fingers. And now it's a heated argument. Not a heated, the argument is heated. Somebody wants to lash out, slam doors, sling stuff. Oh, you threw that out my head? Now somebody want to put hands on somebody. You know what I mean? It could go all kinds of ways or someone could be the aggressor. But the, regardless of the fact is abuse is toxic. It is not healthy regardless of your roles you play. What works for your house works for your house. It don't work for the next one. Everyone should just mind themselves. If everyone paid attention to self, the world would be a better place. We'll be unity. We'll have love. We have understanding. It won't be divorces. It won't be these broken homes with these children. You know, it won't be none of that. 
And see, I, I just, I think social media is a great thing because I found my, the team that I'm working with now, I found them They're in Chicago, Maryland, North yeah. Carolina. But social media has hurt us as well it because it, it's a constant distraction. It can be for some people. And I'm talking to my son. Um, you know, they can't, can't live without it. And sometimes you can build these fantasies um, mm-hmm. watching social media and you think, oh, I'm going to be in this perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. And I really these see. people are so happy. Like, I only post good stuff, man. Y'all don't know what I'm going through, man. Like, At all. I post man. a whole bunch of BS. You know and then everybody like, think I got about five boyfriends. <laughs> you a trip. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. I, I, post, I only post what I want you to see. That's, um, right. That's it. So we need to keep that in mind when we're we're trying to keep up with people or we think, you know, you know, <laughs> the next man is the next man. So I like, got, like they say, worry about you. I had a comment. I think um, she hit it on the head. Um, I think family, mm-hmm. like as far as the domestic situation, I think that would really minimize that a lot if you yes. get back to family. Because mm-hmm. as I look around, like in the days generation, the one thing that I see that's not promoted Family. That's right. It's like yes. I knew little yes. girls that they want a kid, but they don't even want a relationship. Mm-hmm. They, they want, want the they baby. Want baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of like I think now if it was if we did more pushing of family mm-hmm. and being together, it would give folks an outlet. You know what I mean? Like it's just like marriage. Um, you know, out like my grandfather used to say, you don't wait till it's raining to fix your roof. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's why marriage count before you get married. You Go to counseling mm-hmm. try right. to make sure you know, you know, I think nowadays it's so much of an emphasis to keep it moving, uh, just drop it and keep it moving. There's no emphasis for nobody to want to stay to make anything work. With the work. If it is any problem, there is no way, like, young men need outlets to go to to speak on that, right? Like, just like when young women, when they feel something, they need outlets to yes. go speak to, but who can we go speak to? Because, like, with men, it was always a, a older man that was around me that could you know, actually right. look for right. it, you know. But when I look around, I see a lot of the young women that there. It's like, I see women scared, afraid to actually speak to other young women. Because, like, you can't talk to her like that. So it's like, if, if we can't say nothing, and the women that's actually got it together and moving, right. they can't, who can, who can... <laughs> like who? Where are we going as a? We gotta start somewhere. Well, how about this? That's why I'm doing my Everyone all Everyone here challenge themselves, brother. You've been in your marriage however many years, whether you're single and dating, whatever what situation you have. Challenge yourself to make it your business to have just a, a decent conversation with a young woman that you see that want something in life, that want that family unit. Same thing with you. I was gonna tell you, challenge yourself, Kareem, to have a group for those young men and have the outlet. You know, because, you, you know, if they don't have the direction, who's going to lead them? They lead each other. The yeah. blind leading the blind. So, you know how we'll share, we talk about bad news travel fast. Yes. But nobody wants to this share the good, good stuff, yeah. you know, about it. You know, before you get to the point where it's abuse. You know? Right. So, it's a build up to that. But if we challenge ourselves to share those helpful informations and you know, tips and things like that with each other, I feel like we can unify people. Yeah. Like, because we're sharing it. 
because if we don't teach young ladies, I feel like I'm in the middle. You know, I have some older and I have some younger. But if the older don't share with me, I don't got nothing to share with the younger. Right. right. You know, it's like, oh, I could keep running the same cycle because no one told me any better. Granted, you got your parents, your grandparents. However, if we want to get away from the traditional things that we saw, like the color purple, not saying everybody's situation is like that, where it's permissible. But if we want to get away from that and start something new and positive, we're going to have to start this. Absolutely. I agree. And it can start from one person, making yep. a change in one person's life, and then it'll constantly go forward. So yep. hope this helps somebody. So, y'all, we're at our hour. I really appreciate you guys. I enjoyed the conversation. I hope people took this, learned from it, share it, what have you. Um, next week, um, we'll be talking about relationships. Um, so that will be coming up on January the 30th here at Brooklyn Restaurant and Lounge, 1575 Russell Street. Um, also, um, I think after the 30th, it is, no, we got one more Sunday before that, but Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going to jump to that. We're doing an all-male panel, and we're inviting all-male audience. They kind of lead into what you guys were saying that gives them an outlet. You know, they can hear it from men perspective, and hopefully it'll go somewhere. If the crowd is enlarged, fine. I don't care if it's two people. I still feel like we're doing something, you know, and eventually it'll grow and they'll come in and enjoy these conversations with us because we definitely need it. So, again, I thank you, Angela, Kareem, Miranda. I appreciate y'all sharing y'all stories, you know, and, and this and that. Don't judge me now because of my bad mistake. But I learned from it. I learned from it. I will not do it again. Um, so, thank you guys again. I appreciate all of you. Yes. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. And as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with friends, peace and love. Uh, hold-